Hello, and welcome to our podcast. We want to teach you stuff and make you laugh and also turn you on. I'm Sleeping Girl. I'm Cece. And we're the two hip chicks. So let's take a shot and get this show on the road. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, today we're taking a shot of Van Beer's Tiramisu <laughs> imitation liqueur. It's not even real liqueur, but it will hopefully get us drunk. So, because uh, I should probably get drunk, because <laughs> d- I right. don't know. It's that 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 time that day. The get- even though we haven't really been getting drunk for the podcasts. No. Sorry to you know ruin the thing. Yeah, I'm watching CC pour this, and I wanted more than that. That's okay. I'll just drink a lot of booze. We're gonna, we're literally gonna take the shot, and then watch an episode of Parks and Rec, and get a little drunk, and then <laughs> do the podcast. All right. Cheers. Um, yeah, I think that was good. Did you mention it was tiramisu? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, it's delicious. Sure. Van Mears yeah. is always good. Yeah, Van Mears is pretty good. Imitation liqueur. Yeah, whatever. It's imitation dessert and imitation alcohol. All right. Um. Well, we're going to go do our thing. All right. Today's podcast mm-hmm. is brought to you by SexyLaundryHeaven.com, um, which is a really cool new site of someone who's selling um, all sorts of really gorgeous looking lingerie. Um, I have a promo code here for buy one, get one 50% off, which is get 50 off. They also offer free shipping over $100 and all sorts of stuff on the site is up to 60% off right now. Um, You can follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. All of these links are going to be in the description along with like, you know, how to buy things and the promo codes and whatnot. Um, and (laughs) don't laugh at me, um, and support someone who's doing a new business, um, and who's supporting our podcast. So check them out, buy some nice things for yourself or your partner, um, and enjoy. When I look in your eyes, I see the wisdom of the world in your eyes I see the sadness of a thousand goodbyes Hi, I'm Sleeping Girl. And I'm Cece. And this is our Two Hip Chicks podcast. Two Hip Chicks, where we have some drinks and we talk about things related to hypnosis and kink and our lives. Um... This podcast is not safe for work, and please don't listen to it while you're driving, because we do trance during this podcast. Yes. Yep. So today we are going to be sort of like adding to our series of semi-sporadically talking about different senses and modalities by talking about visual things. Absolutely. (laughs) Which is actually probably one of my strongest Yeah, if you want to talk about modalities in the way that a lot of people talk about modalities, where they say that they're stronger in some ways and weaker in others, which is a 
um, can be sort of a handy way to talk about it, but doesn't tell the whole story. And that's my right. sp- that's my spiel. Um, uh, a lot of people um, are good at visual things, and that can mean a lot of things. That can right, mean right. that can mean that they're good at going into trance using visual fixations. Mm-hmm. That can mean that they're good at visualizing things in their head. Right. That can mean that they're good at hallucinating things, which we've done a podcast on that. Um, but there's so there's a lot to sort of unpack about when somebody says they're good at visual things. Right. So, so what does it mean for you when you say that you're good at visual things? Well. Uh, for me, it usually has to do with, like, my memory, right? So, um, if, when I say I'm good at, you know, I'm more of a visual person or something like yeah. that, it has more to do with I visualize things, like, for my memory. Mm-hmm. And if I see something, I... Say something. <laughs> if I see something, I have a tendency to remember it better. Yeah. As opposed to, like... Uh, if I hear it, if I see it and hear it, I will remember it. Yeah. It, it's amazing and, how much that combination helps. And that, you know, I've I've harped on this so much, but the concept of when you're dealing with senses or modalities or learning styles or whatever you want to talk sure, about, sure. it's always good to build on one by introducing another or multiples because then it builds a, better, right. a bigger picture and a more something more tangible for people right a lot of the times right no definitely and I mean even like in school or something if we did projects where it was Uh hands-on it wasn't that was not good for me right it just did not go into my uh memory at all which which sucked because for the years I was growing up they were all like oh let's do everything hands-on because kids remember better and I'm like dang it Where's my lecture classes? I was told I was going to have lecture classes, but whatever. So, yeah. So So that's what I mean by visual. So you you, um, deal with things in pictures in your head. Oh, so much so. I I literally just watch videos. Like if I want to remember, oh, where did I put that thing? I will like go in my head kind of thing and just literally watch a video. Yeah. Which is so. pretty, which is pretty cool. Not everybody has that ability to. Like, it's helpful, and it took <laughs> it took me a long time to be able to visualize things. Like I had to practice at it, right? Um, and right. you know, let that be a lesson that you can get better at those kinds of things. Those mm-hmm. are all skills that you can learn. Um, I know that I used to just kind of sit there, like either meditating or just like playing around in my head, trying to visualize different things and like build scenes in my head yeah. that I could see. Um, or when I was reading, for example, I would try to visualize what was happening yeah, in the book. Sure. Which for some people, that's what they do naturally. Yes. Um, right. <laughs> <laughs> some people. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, but, but yeah, so uh, the reading thing helped me a lot because yeah. it helped me build that skill. Reading is an interesting thing to unpack in and of itself because there's a visual sure. aspect to it of, of seeing the words and then also for some people an auditory aspect where they're they're reading to themselves they're reading the words yeah you know, even if it's can, just in their head and they yeah. can hear it um and um 
Yeah, there's all sorts of weird stuff about people's brains because some people don't have a head voice. I definitely have a head voice. You I so have a head voice. You definitely have a head voice. Um, and uh, but that's kind of a tangent, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, I was actually. I remember. Um, I was like just looking online or something, and people were talking about head voice, and then there were like some people out there that were like, you know, I don't, I don't have. A head voice. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Yeah. And it was like, wait, what? Right. How do you, what? How do you right. function? And everybody on both sides is like, oh, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it was about? so weird. How do you was, deal with that? It was that? awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. It was like on Reddit or something. Yeah. It was a discussion. It was awesome. Anyway, but that doesn't have to do with visual. Right. But it does for me, actually. They're very, yeah. they're it, very in tune with each other. And so. Yeah, and it definitely can. Like the way that people process information and memories and stuff like that oh yeah it's very interesting and like this is one of those things that is great to have a conversation with your partner like really dig into how they process information yeah. like and oh yeah you know um because you can learn things that will help you be you know do stuff to them and also yeah it's just a really interesting conversation to get into with somebody you oh, know, yeah. you don't usually start a conversation with like, so how do you process information? Well, we do that, right. but <laughs> we're weird. Right. So, um, uh, but yeah, so, so there's all sorts of people, you know, visual fixations are one of those things that is kind of the quintessential hypnosis thing There, you know, lots of media stuff about hypnosis Mm-hmm. all comes down to visual fix- fixations in hypnosis. And by that, I mean um, using some kind of thing that you're seeing to like a get focal a, point, to right? get somebody into trance or yeah. whatnot. Um, and so like a pocket watch, for example, which, Ooh. which, obvi- <laughs> wow, that was a genuine eye roll. Jeez. No, <laughs> I think it sounded genuinely. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, not. I know. I gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're mean. Yeah. Um, I always try to sound sincere. Pocket watches um, can obviously have an auditory component, um, but... This is true, which I did not consider until you introduced it to me. I love the auditory, you know, ticking noises are great. Do you remember when we were looking it up and you were like, but does it have a good tick noise? Oh, yeah, yeah. So then here I am. So we're we're trying to do research, trying to find a pocket watch that ticks loudly, which (laughs) nobody on the internet is going to tell you whether or not the pocket watch ticks loudly. Some of them did, but they were complaints. Right. (laughs) It was so funny. Anyways, um... But, but the idea of, like, swinging a watch in front of someone's eyes, and if you've actually swung a watch in front of someone's eyes, it's not actually that good, because, like, side to side, it moves way too fast. In in movies mm. and media, it's, it's, uh, slow. it's slower. Yeah. Um, the way um, that you can deal with that is instead of swinging the watch side to side in front of someone's face, if you take the watch... And you put it over their head, so it's sort of swinging, like, forward to back. So, like, uh, if you imagine somebody's holding a pocket watch so that it's right above eye level and they're swinging it behind your head to in front of your head, that's wicked trippy and super, super, super effective. Mm. Um, I stole that from Mr. Dream. Now I, feel like I don't I think we've... To. We haven't done that. We haven't done that. So I, I was I like... Have, I haven't done that. I I don't Ooh. think I don't think I've done that, but I I've, I've seen it done and I was like, "Oh my god, that's that's that's, nice. that's great." Yeah. Um but 
Uh, so yeah, a little little tip about pocket watches. Um, yeah. Also, if you take them and you just spin them so that the, the watch yeah. spins in place, that's what a lot of people do. And so, yeah. so that brings an interesting question is what makes something fascinating? Because oh, that's, that's so real. That's the, that's the, that's the question about using visual fix- fixations is that everybody sort of has a different, although sort of converging idea of what makes something fascinating. We all like pocket watches. A lot of people like crystals. Um, yeah. Spirals. But you don't care as much for crystals. I don't like crystals very much. I think a lot of the more tropey things people like because they were like a part of their um, discovery of the fetish. Yeah. Um, but for you, it wasn't. But for me, so it wasn't. Was... I, there were no, in my memory, I can't remember a single one of my formative um, yeah. you know, things as being with a crystal. And so now I don't have a thing for crystals and like they work on me. Sure. But they don't, well, of course they're not right, as right, impactful. Right. Um, but people really like And they're them. not in the tropey category for you. Exactly. Which Even I, though you, you can say, yeah, this is tropey. Yeah. But not for me. Um, right. And then there's obviously spirals like, uh, there's, yes. there's so many, everybody likes spirals. But do all spirals work the same no, for you? No, no. And everybody will tell you no. And um, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this on this podcast, but some, we haven't talked about spirals. I don't somebody, once. somebody in the hypnosis community was doing a thing where um, they compiled a shit ton of those animated GIF yeah. spirals, oh, and you could and you could yeah. rate them from one to ten of yeah. how how good they were at hypnotizing yeah. you. And um, they did some really interesting. Uh, like statistics with it, um, mm-hmm. which I want to dig into further, but haven't. Um, but but that kind of thing is really interesting because people have different things, and it oh, comes yeah. down to what makes something fascinating. Right, right. So, what makes something fascinating for you? Uh, speed it could be is, anything. Speed is huge. So if it's like if something's moving like really really fast, uh-huh. I'm probably just gonna zone it out, and, and not in the I'm going to go to sleep, zone it out. I mean, I'm just going to ignore it. Like, I don't, uh-huh. I'm not interested suddenly. Yeah. Right? I'm not fascinated. So speed makes a huge difference. I, I would say almost like kind of like the metrodome, you know, it keeps time or something like that. Uh-huh. For me, it usually has to be fairly rhythmic uh-huh. and slower, but not too slow. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Um. And I'm not sure. I haven't, like, actually thought too much about the actual beat of what it is. We could do... In, in retrospect, people, people could you could probably... Like, if I showed you something, you could probably tell me what beat that oh, is. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to me, who, you know, I'd be right. like, you know, my tempo would be off. Um, but, yeah, so basically slow but not too slow. And... When it comes to spirals, um, well, actually, let me go back a little, just a little bit. I do like crystals. Right. Right? Because I like lights. Mm -hmm. I definitely like uh, visual color changes. Yeah. That's that's kind of a thing for me, uh, which is not as much a thing for you. No, I mean, I like, I like, if you're talking about, like, flashy light shit. I love that. No, you you... like flashy lights. I don't know. But for me, it's kind of the same thing as a crystal. Okay. Is a flashy light. 
Yeah. So for me, that is in the same category. I gotcha. Um, and those like, those like globe things or whatever that slowly change from one color to the other. Uh-huh. I like those quite a bit too. Yeah. So less flashy and more just yeah. color change. That's interesting because I like the flashy stuff, but I don't like the like strobe more, more oh, so. Oh no, strobes they, again. They hurt. I, yeah. They hurt my eyes. Close my eyes. Um, but I do like flashy things like, um, to me it feels, I like slow a little bit but if it's too slow it gets really boring but i i do like some of the faster stuff because it feels overwhelming and i like that so you like the overwhelming yeah i do See, like i think i turn it off <clears throat> i'm not fascinated by it and anymore. there's all sorts of you know and and like so we were even talking about other things like um things with lights on them so strings of like led lights that change color or like mm-hmm. people have their their for a while the glowing hypno egg had a very um was super famous yeah uh, in the community um i liked that uh, i liked that quite a bit yeah and so anything that captures attention and also like the important part is that it like fits your aesthetic i think um like if it's something you want to play with and it's Mm -hmm. something your partner wants to play with because it like fits your style and yeah seems sexy then go for it like i to some degree, having a conversation about how effective something is, mm-hmm. is sort of like, we're talking about a concept that is really, really subjective and also super changeable and kind of not real. Like, <clears throat> I think it's, I think it's individual. Yeah. But I wouldn't say it's not real. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's real, but it's not something that is, um, uh, like, it, it's so easily changeable. Mm. People can have preferences about this thing, but um, depending on the way you frame it and the way you introduce oh, yeah. it, it can be anything. I mean, for the most part, if you showed me something and said, well, especially if you put words with it, right, right, exactly, and it's really fast, flashy, it'll probably take me out like two seconds, right. I mean, and you can you can use anything as a visual right. fixation. There are you know people have used cucumbers. As a visual fixation, and anything can be used as a visual fixation if you... I'm not going to. No, no! <laughs> we don't have a cucumber. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I mean, no, it'd be nice but it was, cucumbers. It was just... I mean, like, okay, of course you could use a cucumber, but it was... It just felt like so... I heard a story about... Okay. I, <laughs> like, it, I know. Like, there had to be some <laughs> story behind... Or you could use a cucumber. <laughs> like, it, was, it was it was something I heard a really long time ago from somebody that, that it was like, oh, we did a cucumber reduction. Okay. That's cool. You could do anything. Right. This of is, course. You can do anything you want to. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, in my style, I prefer to use things that are topical and erotic to me. You do. Cucumbers are not erotic to me, so I don't use them. <laughs> I mean, they're phallic-y. Yeah, I don't. Right, <laughs> like right. penises. Right, I know. <laughs> but I mean, some people. I do like cucumbers, but right, cucumbers are delicious. Right, especially with, like hummus. This is a very silly conversation. <laughs> it's the point of this podcast, silly. Um. So that that sort of is a brief overview on um, using things as visual fixations, or what kinds of things sure. you can use. You can. Um, and, and the thing is about when you're doing visual stuff, like I was saying, um, 
a lot of the times it's not just going to be the visual thing and nothing else. You mm-hmm. usually will be talking to somebody or touching somebody. You right. might be doing either of those things. Um, and so for some people, the challenge isn't what object you use. It's what you say or do while you're holding mm-hmm. or showing the person sure. the object. Um, and it can be the, the reason that people do stuff with like cucumbers is because it's an interesting challenge mm-hmm. to be able to build an induction off of a cucumber. Um, and, um, and you can do that with anything. We're going to move away from cucumbers and only, I can only think of fruit and vegetables now, <laughs> unfortunately. This is not. That's hilarious. Um, uh, well, I mean, what about kumquats? I mean, right. I don't know. They're, they're, small, or, they're small oranges, right? Well, but I mean, like, as soon as you say kumquat, I think you're just going to start probably, laughing. Yeah, I would probably avoid the word kumquat. I would probably be like... Just look at this fruit. This fruit. Uh, Um, See, you are so good. Oh, yeah, that's me. Because, I mean, avoiding the word kumquat is probably for the best. Sure, that's, that's, if you get anything, if you get anything from this podcast, it's if you're doing an induction using a kumquat, don't don't say say the the word word kumquat. It'll make them laugh. Yeah. Which, which. Unless you wanted a laughing like induction or something. Right. I mean, that's you a thing. Can, you can work with that too. You can sure. you can do anything. This is very scattered. But the point that I was tr- the point that I'm trying to make I think is is like it's it's kind of a fun exercise to like look around the room and see an object and try to build something. Mm. Think about how somebody would respond if you used it as a visual fixation because to some degree when we're talking about using things as visual fixation, it's about being creative. It's how well sure. you can build something thematically around the thing that you're using. And for some things like spirals and packet watches, it's easy. You yeah. know, it's very easy. And for other things, it might be more challenging yeah. um, depending on everything. <laughs> so what about you and spirals? I like them. They, so how particular are you? Um, I'm pretty picky. Um, but so for a lot of my, upbringing all of the formative you know fetish things that i saw were cartoons um and each cartoon had a different method of showing that somebody was hypnotized a lot of the times that would be through their eyes they would have certain spirals in their eyes oh yes spiral eyes i have a preference towards spirals that remind me of those old cartoons and stuff Mm -hmm. or um things like that um, but I find them very sexy. I like the idea of like, so for example, like in the OG Teen Titans, um, there was yes. Mad Mod who sat the Teen Titans down in rooms filled with spirals. I mean, it was really sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was just a straight up black and white spirals right those were super classic and i love that i love 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 the old style the old style I just re- black and white i remember when i was much younger mm-hmm. um and like when the internet wasn't quite as robust as it is now mm-hmm. there was a really old site that i found that did a it was like an optical illusion site where you could you know the optical illusion where literally if you stare at a counter spinning spiral 
for like 30 seconds and you look away it looks like your hand is rippling or whatever oh, yeah, 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 so yeah. it was it was that it was but you could control the speed you can control the distance between the tines gotcha. you could do anything you wanted with the spiral and and you could pop it out and like save it on your desktop or whatever anyways i spent a lot of time on this site so <laughs> one of those classic super old counter spinning black and white spirals is going to yeah. be pretty intense for me I don't know if it's more hypnotically effective for me as some of the, okay. like, newer computer-generated graphic ones, um, but it has more of an impact for me, like, sexually, <laughs> like, sure. you know? Sure, sure. <laughs> um, well, knowing the difference, I think, is not a bad thing either. Yeah. For me, it really depends on the spiral. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those, like... It doesn't have to be black and white. It can have color. It can be different speeds depending on, you know, and and the whole concept of spiraling in or spiraling out. Um, yeah, I like all of those. Things. I like all of those. It's totally it depends. It totally is just like it's a feeling for which, me. Yeah, it, it's like yeah. What? How do you feel it? And like you can't even really analyze it. I think maybe. Oh, I can analyze anything. I, well, yeah, you can, <laughs> but like, how accurate is it going to be? Um, I think it would be interesting to get a spiral that you were generating and like change things about it subtly. The mm, thing with yeah. the thing with testing stuff like that though is like it's so people are so um people have such a different time with hypnotic experiences literally moment to moment day to day. Right. And if you trance once to something, then you are theoretically fractionated you know mm-hmm. so it's going to be more effective the more you do it in right. in a you know not in a perfect linear fashion but like um but yeah. yeah so it's 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 super hard to do those kinds of experiments in a way that is scientifically but why would you but why would you care about the science i care You're it's a, literally talking about your own preferences it's a, I, <laughs> like, I care i i it's like a thing for me. I, um, it's one of my hangups on why I, um, you know, I wish there was more research done with hypnosis. Right. No, of course. It's hard. And I don't know if it's even possible with our current technology to be as accurate as I want it to be. Sure. Um, but I'm just a super fucking pedantic, grumpy (laughs) 27 year old. So I think for, for me, (laughs) I would literally just find it interesting. Um, Not even that I would like, oh, now I know exactly what I am into or what I like or whatever. I think it would just be interesting. Yeah. I think the experiment itself would just be fun. Yeah. Well, and like... And if the journey is fun, then who cares about the results? Sure. You know. Yeah. So. I kind of feel that. Um, Yeah. So, let's see... So, so we talked about creativity a little bit. We talked about, um, we didn't really talk about how to be creative with, um, visual fixations. Um, I hope that some of this discussion is sparking the idea of, um, taking the association that a certain visual fixation might have with somebody and using it. Mm -hmm. So for example, if they have a thing with pocket watches, you can incorporate that into your induction or 
trancy language or whatever. Oh, talk yeah. Talk about how, you know, erotic it is or how sexy it is. Um, but not, it doesn't have to be something that ha- is like a long-standing fetishized item. It can be something with other significance or other memories attached to it. Sure. Um, yeah. So, so if you're doing something with a, a tissue box that's sitting on your table, for example, um, you can talk about, you know, how long it's been there and, you know, the tissue box has been there for, it, you know, it doesn't matter how long, but some amount of time and it's been through some amount of things <laughs> in someone's living room. <laughs> Not going to mention who, but, um, but also, you know, and like building that into something about how the tissue box has seen some shit or the tissue right. box is well okay not anyways <laughs> sorry you're the one who said it i'm gonna cut this entire section out why <laughs> i'm not <laughs> oh. the, the the running joke that you're not privy to is that I, whenever i say i'm gonna cut this out i never cut it out oh, oh which oh. which like <laughs> That's a lot. Like, you don't, you don't know because, like, you don't edit or listen to it afterwards. No, but... I don't actually listen to podcasts. Isn't that horrible? Anyways, That's t- pretty horrible. The tissue box was a terrible example, but I hope the, the point I'm making yeah. about using using the, the memories and associations that surround sure. an object are important. Maybe... <laughs> My Maybe takeout something with a little container, bit more memories. You were just eating out of that okay. 30 minutes ago. Yeah, I was eating out of it. I'm sure you could think of something with that. I don't know. I have oh, a tendency oh, to eat oh, we'll, out we'll, we'll, things. Did you have to? Yeah. Did you have to yeah. do that? It wasn't clear. Okay. It was now, very funny. It's perfectly clear. Oh my god. Oh my god. This is a mess. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. You using. If it's if it's a an item the that succulents. if it's an item that has significance, for, for example, the succulents that we got at our my my lovely friend's wedding, you know, yeah, that could be helpful. Sure. Um, or not helpful, depending on the associations. That's oh, the other point I wanted to make. A, oh, is if point. an object is if an object has associations that are not conducive to doing trance, for example, the succulents that I got at my best friend's wedding. <laughs> um, <laughs> That would be challenging because that's something that's getting in the way. You have to think about the associations that a person has built with the object that you're that you're doing. Yeah. And take those into account. Use the things that are useful. Discard the things that are not useful. Yeah. Um, no, that's real. I think I finally got to my fucking point after... You're welcome. ...talking about tissue boxes. Yeah. Kill me. Um, Who knew it was going to come through uh, the... <laughs> The suck lovers. Oh my god! The oh, that's right. I told that story. The you did. You did actually. So I can I can re. The you have, to say, you have to say hashtag suck lovers. Oh though. oh hashtag. Have you ever said that lovers. word in your life? No no. I was like ready to say pound. The number symbol. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So we've talked a lot about um, using visual things as a fixation, but let's talk about the other aspect of visual stuff which is visualizations and we had we had a podcast <laughs> that we did one I, I literally heard you say like 
we talked about visual like I don't and you didn't you didn't say this but okay. like for me I heard like we just talked this, about visualizations this... so now let's talk about visualizations okay <laughs> like, it didn't happen no thanks but that's why I was laughing okay because that's what I heard okay oh no um all right oh do you want to talk about visualization absolutely i think it's important because because the the flip side of of having a physical thing in front of you that you're looking at is constructing something in your head that you're Mm -hmm. seeing um and we did a podcast on hallucination i don't remember what was in it um, but that's fine. We can... I remember staring at this wall. I don't think that wasn't for any of the visual related podcasts. We brought that up so many times. You brought that up so many times. Like I remember staring at the wall and you did a visual thing. And I think it was for a completely unreal. It was we, one of it our, was like, not a podcast. It was. A, no, it was on one of our first like seven podcasts. Oh, I'm trying to remember what I was okay. visualizing on the wall. I think it was a pocket watch. Oh, Let's, that sounds familiar. So, speaking of visualizations... Oh, yes. You can you can have somebody, um, if you don't have an object, visualize or imagine um, mm. something that's not there. Uh, and it doesn't have to be a full hallucination. And that's a point that you should make to your subject as well, is that any amount any amount yeah. of imagining while you're doing it. or yeah anything is good if mm-hmm. they're getting anything that's good a uh, hallucination doesn't have to be like 100% you're there it's a thing you yeah. can go touch it right these kinds of things that you're constructing in your head mm-hmm. the point is that something you know you're having some kind of reaction from it um and for some people, that's a super literal thing where they're literally seeing something. And for other people, they have a sense that it's there yeah. or they can sort of see it in their heads and everybody's got a different way of explaining it and describing it. And that's yeah. fine as long, you know, this is another one of those great, like, let's unpack a scene conversations you can have with your partner and learn how they, yeah. their, their grammar, like their language that they use to process stuff. Right. And use it with them. Um, or you can teach them yours. You know, the, these things go mm-hmm. both ways. Um, but so so you can... So the, that's one example of using visualization in an induction is in place of a visual fixation. Sure. Is having sure. them visualize something and fixate on that. Right. Um, but there's a lot more to visualization than just the induction or the start of a trance. Um you can there there's all sorts of stuff you can do within a trance. We've done a million trances on this pod probably not a million, I think sixty two <laughs> trances on this podcast. <laughs> sixty two trances on this podcast where we've had some aspect of you visualizing something because you're good at that. Mm, um usually yes. I build a lot of scenes um because they're good for like this kind of audio storytelling style. Yes. Um so, you know, any of the ones where I take you to be a different person, for example. Yeah. If I change your persona, I change your location a lot of the times. Right. And, right. And I'll... We've gone to a bar a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I like to go to bars with you. Yeah. Um, In your head. We also <laughs> like to just go to bars. We Right. We like to go to... So that's another good point to make. We like, <laughs> we like to go to bars in real life. We both have a great visual memory of what a bar looks like. Oh, yeah. And can construct sure. it. 
it's something that we enjoy. We have positive memories shared in a bar. So describing the interior of a bar or saying right. that we're in a bar evokes a strong visual memory response. Mm-hmm. Good. Yay. Ding, ding, ding. We win. I don't know what we want. We got there. <laughs> like, That's what we got. <laughs> Am I getting drunk? Is this really happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that part. I don't know either. I think I'm tired. But, um... What are so so we've we've done a bunch of other visual things like besides the storytelling mm-hmm. and so forth. Well, we can, you know or other storytelling examples, but um, I've definitely visualized. I don't know what that word was, but as you as a guy. Oh yeah, I've totally mm-hmm. done that. Um, and that sort of thing. Um, we've definitely done a lot of different things. Um, I mean a. We've done a whole lot of like eye fixation inductions. Oh yeah, um, we didn't even talk oh, about eyes as a fixation subject. Oh well, right. You can one figure of, it out. Like the best ones, right? As far as I'm concerned, is looking into the other person's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that has that has a lot with it too. Like, what doing doing eye fixation with somebody? It's uh-huh. it's not just the eyes. Right. Because, like, you're looking into their eyes, and A, it's challenging to look in both eyes at the same time, so I've, I've, bad, I've done two different methods with that, but then you told me to pick one. Right. And so, well, actually, you told me which one to pick. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because one, I ended up giving you three eyes. Right. And you didn't like that. No. So then you told me to pick one of your eyes to focus on, and then that's worked out fine. Right. You've stopped having three eyes. Um, that's good. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, I was okay with it. And But there, there's another thing about eye fixations where it's about your body language and, like, how you engage the person. Mm, um, mm-hmm. And this, you know, this can be over a video or in real life. It doesn't matter. Like, if you show, like, it, it's, a, it's an opportunity to show the person that you're engaged by looking at them. Because, right. And for some people that's really really intimate is is being looked at um oh yeah right and, and intense and, and staring actually. at each other yep yeah. intimate and intense um so you know i think eye fixation is wonderful i think mm-hmm. i you know staring into each other's eyes is a thing in all sorts of media not necessarily hypnotic romance novels whatever it, right. for a reason that's true it's it's great it's it's mm-hmm. cool um, yeah, in books, I think they say get lost in each other's eyes. Yeah, well, I mean, that's and that's literally <laughs> right. Um, so we're so, anyways, so the, and that's another thing that um, you can bring up and visualize too, and it, that doesn't have to be. It can be for an induction type of or hypnosis type of thing sure. to be able to visualize someone's eyes, but if. You know, if someone is alone and they're missing you or something, mm-hmm. you can remember looking into someone's eyes or something like that. Um, oh, I know which one we haven't discussed is changing their eyesight. Or is that different? What do you mean? Well, like, so I'm seeing things a certain way, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, we've done things where my eyes get, like, glassy or something. Because they're like doll eyes or whatever. Is that kind of considered... What? Visual? Sure. Isn't it? The, the... If you're changing the way the person perceives things sure. visually? Sure. Absolutely. 
Like we, that, that's like a kind of hallucination or something. And all these are like categories with really not clearly defined boundaries. Yeah, I mean, who so cares? yeah, so some of the times we've done doll stuff where I'll change your eyes into being glassy doll eyes, right? And you have different looking at things differently and so right. forth. Uh huh. And so I I remember some of your experiences were like seeing things more vividly or more muted. Oh yeah, when we were at the the space at the space that one time. Um, well, that was a doll thing, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Um, and so it was like certain things were just not interesting or whatever to my brain. So uh-huh. they were like muted and stuff. And then other things, I was starting to notice certain colors being more visual and so forth. Vibrant. Right. Right. Um, so that was interesting. And that's one of those things, like I was not really suggesting anything specifically yeah, about no. that. Um, but, but leaving room for interpretation and such. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, people will have really interesting experiences when you let stuff be and you encourage exploration yeah. and creativity um, with your subject. Um, I mean, you've done a few things yourself as a subject. Yes. With what? I've done a few. Yes, I've done a few things. This is with, with <laughs> eyes, with your eyes changing. Oh, yeah. And stuff. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh, uh, we, you know, um, Mr. Dream and I did the, the fairy eyes thing, which was very intense, um, mm-hmm. where, you know, he, he took away my eyes and replaced them with like fae eyes, fairy mm-hmm. eyes. And, um, that was, that had so many different things involved with it because it was a callback to a scene from like a year or two prior, mm-hmm. as well as, um, I was having these, you know, he, it wasn't clearly defined as how I would have experienced differences in vision. Right. It right. was... I don't even know if it was suggested that I would have differences in vision, but I did. And it yeah. was sort of like everything was sort of magical and sparkly, not, not literally, but I was, it's very hard to explain. Like I was absolutely yeah. having, I was seeing things differently and I was seeing this sort of like line of fairy dust over everything. Uh-huh. Um, and, um, when you take a part of someone and replace it, it's a really powerful thing. Yeah, agreed. Um, so, you know, the, and it's a wonderful, intimate thing to do with your partner. Um, and I don't know. I've done, you know, that was a that was an amazing experience, and there, there was so much building on that, but. Um, there's all sorts of other stuff I've done mm-hmm. with, I don't know, all kinds of visualization, fixation things. I have a tendency to, when someone is doing trance with me, have spontaneous visualizations in my head. Um, so they'll they'll be trancing me normally and I'll be seeing pictures um, now. I don't know if you experience that. I'm actually curious what you mean. If um, you can do a little bit more detail. Um, so (laughs) basically like if someone is 
just trancing me normally. Yeah. And they're not necessarily suggesting me seeing anything or any visual things happening. I might just see pictures and images about what's happening. Um, Kind of dreamlike, but you don't remember your dreams, so that's not helpful. But sometimes it'll be seeing myself from the outside or um, if they're describing... Oh, oh, I guess I know what you're talking about. Um, as yeah. far as I'm concerned, that's just... That's just hypnosis. That's just, no, that's just me. Yeah. I visualize everything in my yeah. head. If my eyes are closed, there's something. I'm seeing stuff. Yeah. Well, and that's it, kind of... Because you were saying... So everything you say, I'm visualizing. Yeah. I don't I yeah. don't experience that all the time, but I do oh. get it sometimes. Understood. Um, but, so... There was something you said to me a really long time ago, and um, it was that you visualize better with your eyes open. Is that still true? Excuse me. I don't know if that's true or not anymore. Um, that definitely used to be the case. Yeah. Uh, where I would kind of zone out the world. Uh-huh. And I could just focus on my head pictures with my eyes open. That's a great example of you being able to ignore things, for the record. I know. I must be really good at it. Yeah. It's just a matter of... Um, you know, using it and pushing uh-huh. it in the right places, right? But now, so now you're <clears throat> you're not sure about that anymore. It could be that you're, because you're good at it both ways, I would say. Yeah, I'm good at it both ways. So I don't know. I haven't actually done a trance in quite a while with my eyes open, mm-hmm. interestingly enough. Um, maybe I should just try to do that. Yeah, we could try to do that. I mean, I remember I when when we were talking about, you know, oh, we're we're gonna explore this. This was, of course, a while back now, mm-hmm. where we're just gonna feed off of each other and wherever yeah. it goes, it goes. And I told you, I said, just to give you the heads up, I may have my eyes open more often now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that didn't happen. Yep. Uh, which surprised me too, for the record, but. I don't know. I think I got used to closing my eyes. Yeah. Um, well, quite frankly, like, and it's not necessarily that your eyes are cro- closed, but they're closed sometimes. Also, they're rolled up. Like, and we, which we did looks a lot. closed to me. Right. Exactly. But we did a lot with making your eyes rolled up being a part of trance. Yes. So, so that, much so. That might be affecting it too. Probably. Um, but so. Well, that's true. Because I used to say that and I had to stare straight ahead. Yep. Right? Because that's how I ignore everything, is if I stare straight ahead. Um, yeah, so I don't know. The, the, it was so interesting doing stuff with you with your eyes open because, like, you don't... It's not like I'm sitting there suggesting that you're not seeing stuff. Um, and that's, that's kind of how I feel about a lot of um, more negative hallucination-y type things is like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you don't talk about how they're... You know, how you're able to block out things as much as you talk about the things that they are seeing and are there. Uh-huh. So it was never a concern of, like, I have to spend some time saying, and the room fades away, and yada, yada, right, yada. Right, And some people might need that, um, but so other people don't need that. And right. For, uh, and for some people, that might be challenging. Um, like, yeah. uh, everybody's different. I would I say, if they don't, don't need it, though, 
sometimes when you say it, like, because I have a tendency, and we've talked about this, like you and I or whatever, because we've talked about, like, okay, so about that particular trance, that wording, I kind of had to go back in my head to fix it. Right, right. That's what you I'm know? saying. For so some people, that's Maybe not gonna... let's work on, you know, yeah. So if they're already doing it, it's possible if you tell them it fades away, they'll realize it's there. Right. Oh, right. I have to make that fade away. And then, and then it may even be harder. Right. So, you know, just... Talk to your partner. Talk to your partner. Communication. Different. Communication. Communication. Right. I think, I think someday... <laughs> Someday I'm going to release a podcast that's just me repeating and saying, everybody's different. Talk to your partner for like an hour. Yeah. But. And then people will trance out to that. Right. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, if you trance out to a mantra that's everybody's different, talk to your partner. I feel like (laughs) that would actually be super beneficial. Yeah. You should listen to that like on. Everybody's different. Talk to your partner. While you're sleeping. Yeah. That's what you should do. Um. Anyways, I, we didn't, like, I, we kind of scratched the surface of some of this stuff and... You think we only scratched the surface? Yeah, I don't think, we didn't get nearly as into visualization as I wanted to, but as, you know, a lot of the times I feel like the trances in the podcast are kind of my way of teaching the things that I have a hard time putting into words on the spot. Because, like, we don't, I don't write anything down for these. We don't plan Anything, oh, no, no, no. Anything for these podcasts. We make it a point not to, actually. There's, there's, you know, we don't do, we don't, there's no pre-planning. We came up with this topic 30 minutes before we started the podcast and we yeah. do the thing. And so sometimes. We don't, we don't want to always do that. And but. so they're, they're not super structured and I hope they're sort semi-coherent. I think they are, but it's like, <laughs> but. A lot of the times it feels like there are things I want to say and I could gather my thoughts if I spent a week on it and tried to write it down in an essay or, 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 you know. I mean, you could. And I could, but the point I'm making is that the trance stuff is not just for fun. It's for, like, me showing things that I feel like I can show and not tell better. I gotcha. So, um, that being said, let's move on. Let's go do the thing. All right. And we're back. And there was something that we, you know, as we often do, we take a short break before the <laughs> trans portion and come up with other come things. Come up with other things we wanted to say. And one of the things that we didn't talk about that I actually went oh. into the podcast being like, God, talk about this, is um, I'm a smoker. A, don't smoke. It's really bad for you. Don't get into it. Um, yes. But I do. I don't want to, but I do. Um, and I oftentimes, Cece and I will go out and have little short breaks together while I'll smoke and she'll join me outside. Um, and some of, you know, her watching the smoke, um, was some of our earliest trans stuff. Oh yeah. Um, and this is also a great opportunity to talk about the concept that I was hitting on earlier about using the associations that a thing has with the trance that you're doing with something visual. Um, because we, there's so many memories that we have of when we've gone outside together to have a cigarette or something. Oh yeah. Um, and 
you know, being able to draw on all of those experiences, some of them hypnotic already, mm-hmm. you know, so if sure. you have an experience with a certain pocket watch, that's the favorite pocket watch that you use for trance. That's a great opportunity to use. That right. Stuff. Right. And, and so, yeah. And I was just going to add a uh, fire. Yeah. Fire Probably one of my earliest, mm-hmm. um, you know, way before you, way before just even as a child, right. loved, loved staring at I, fire. I, and a lot of... Especially, like, campfires. Yeah, a lot of kids and, do. Like, I definitely yeah, remember doing that, you know. I got lost. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. So, let's let's do some trancy shit. All right. Know what you're doing? Nope. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> a, a, a little bit. So, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you just sort of look at me for... A little while um and we can sort of build off of that and it's great because like the moment that i said that i told you to look at me there was this shift that i get to notice in the way that you respond and i can notice the way that your eyes are fixating on me into my eyes and that that shift of awareness and that shift of how you process things is so obvious and it's so obvious to me and I think it's obvious to you too like you've learned over the years how to feel your responses in a way that makes them even more interesting and intense for you And so, so much of it is about being able to process the information in the way that you process and notice the way that it feels when you process in the way that you do process. And right now, a lot of what's happening is that I'm talking to you and also that you're staring. And I sort of wonder how you and your brain are handling all of this stuff that's happening between having to stare and having to listen at the same time. And this is one of those circumstances where the way that we do things, where it's okay to be able to feel and experience anything you're feeling and experiencing is so beneficial because there's a real freedom, there's a real sense of freedom that you have and that I have that we can do anything, that you can feel anything, you can experience anything you want to experience or anything that you happen to be experiencing. And I can say whatever I want and I can talk to you in the way that I want to talk to you to get your attention and to get your fixation. And we can just kind of explore what happens together. I know for me, I'm having some visual things happen in my head where everything around you is sort of dull in the way that I stare at you and your eyes are clear and sharp but everything else is sort of muted contrast is way 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 down and I don't know how you're processing and you don't have to tell me You can just process in the way that you process and you can notice the change and the difference. And maybe the way that I'm talking about things is changing things as they happen. And you're noticing those changes happen in real time. 
So we've talked about the fact that I'm talking to you. I am hypnotizing you with my voice and I'm hypnotizing you with my eyes. And you can sort of feel yourself having that experience of getting lost in them. What is it like to lose yourself? There's so much to unpack in that simple phrase of losing yourself, your mind, your will. Lots of different things to be lost. So I have your eyes and I have your ears. But there's something else. And it's the stuff that's happening inside your head. Not just your thoughts. Although those are there in whatever fashion they happen to be there in. But the images in your head you're having some sort of intermittent experience of seeing things inside your head. And it doesn't have to be something that you talk about right now. And it doesn't have to be something that's constant. You're so used to seeing things and you're so used to having the experience of processing visually of dealing with thinking about things through pictures and videos. It's something that you're really good at. And so you know that this is just a natural thing that happens. And it's something to look at sort of interestedly. It's something to sort of see, to see what happens and to observe it. And that's kind of a nice thing to just sort of be meandering through wherever we're going and whatever we're doing. And to learn how to observe yourself in a way that you know you feel when you are in trance, because you are in trance. You don't have to be observing yourself all the time. We watch ourselves constantly. I talk a lot of the times about seeing myself from the outside or you seeing yourself from the outside like in a dream. So there's ways that we observe ourselves even without ourselves noticing. Sometimes it's more explicit where we do literally see ourselves and we are analyzing what's happening. But sometimes it's not. It's just the way that you build memories and you're not aware of it. It's something that's happening that you don't have to think about. And more often, I think what happens is that people go back and forth between having the experience of seeing and observing themselves and not. And in this case, we're using sight as a metaphor, right? We're using sight as the idea of a way to build memory. And it's not something super literal and in fact, it's purposely abstract so that you can have an experience to look at and analyze. And it doesn't have to be now. And it doesn't have to be a minute from now. It can be later. It can be never. It doesn't matter. That's interesting, isn't it? things that matter versus not mattering. 
I can shift your focus between the stuff in your head and the stuff going into your ears and the stuff going into your eyes. And you can focus really hard on my eyes right now. And you can notice that shift and things. And I can look at the way that your eyes dilate, which is amazing and gorgeous. And that shift of focus. And then we can shift it back to being inside your head. And then the pictures that are in your head, the videos that are in your head, all the things that happen that are shown to you by your own brain being something that is so important and so something that matters right now because I'm telling you that it matters. And it's just those subtle things, the subtlety of being able to go back and forth, something that I can direct by talking about it or in other ways sort of signaling you that you pick up on those signals or something that happens naturally that just happens organically and who's to say which is which and that's something to sort of mull over at another time I think and you can come back well uh, uh. Anyways, jeez, I have to come back from that too. <laughs> I'm in this like weird, sort of not tired, not awake, not entranced place. Very mm. cool. I mean, I was entranced for that for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I was too. Yeah, you think? Yeah. <laughs> I think I was almost instantaneously when I, you told I, me to look I at your eyes. I saw that. I saw that. That was great. That's another uh, thing is like, <clears throat> for the hypnotist, having something visual is really important for some people as a, as a top, you know, having some kind of visual stimulation, getting mm -hmm. to see the subject in trance and like, oh, I for see. some people yeah. that really helps build a picture and is hot, you know? We actually never talked about from the top point of view. I just did. Yep. There's obviously more words to devote to that, but another time. Um, so let's see. For our listener question this time around, I'd like to ask, um, what's your? Uh, it, okay, it's a two-pronged question. What's <laughs> what's your favorite um, object to visually fixate on, or to give someone else to visually fixate on for a trance thing? It doesn't have to be the induction or whatever. It could be any part of the trance. And also, if you have a favorite spiral, post it. Um, either reply to it with our, <clears throat> you know, from our Tumblr, where we post the podcast, or also on our Discord server, which, um, come to our Discord server and post spirals, because that's, do that. That sounds like an awesome idea. Sure. Um, and tell us why you like the things, you know? Yeah. Let's have a conversation. Sounds good. All right. Um, as always, we're going to go off to do some more trance, <laughs> sexy trance, um, and you can, I post little clips of these, um, but they're part of our Patreon rewards. Yep. So support the podcast, get some cool stuff in return, either educational or sexy or both. So yeah. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night.